We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content before. is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to turn your content into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. All right, guys, today we have a question for you. Yes. Are you feeling even more lost? than when you started your entrepreneurial journey, or if you are halfway through your entrepreneurial journey, are you still lost with everything that's out there, all, all the tools, the educational resources, right? It's... I think it, that's a fire topic. But before we get started, guys, please go ahead, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. It has been amazing. This is episode 14. Thank you for all your support out there. We've seen the feedback. We've seen the comments. We do these live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we yep. love for you to be here with you. So if you are listening, make sure to subscribe and go to our Facebook page where we do these live. Yes, Follow uh, us at Co. Share it with people. Yeah. If you have the love. We want to reach as many people as possible so we can help them. And we can only do that with your help. By sharing yeah. this podcast and, with everybody uh, else. The last thing before we get into topic, we actually had a really cool call last week to talk about something of really, really cool value that we're going to give you guys for free. For now, What? you can go at the time of this recording, you guys can go to contentsprofit.com. Leave us your number one question there. And we've... We'll we've, send you one sexy woo, video one sexy answering video. your question. And by sexy video, we mean just standing in front of the camera. We are going to be wearing t-shirts, I promise. <laughs> Now, uh, that has been awesome because last week, actually Friday, we had uh, we had a ton of engagement in the in this, uh, the podcast. We have a ton of questions coming in. So yeah. if you have questions along the way with us, drop them in the comments below. If you guys are listening, please send us a DM, send us a question, go to Contents Profit. But we promise we're going to stay live on Facebook yep. after the episode is done. Yeah, leave so we as can, many questions as yes. you want. As so many we, questions as you want. And uh, we'll answer your questions right there. So, Funzie, get us rolling right here, man. Get us rolling. Yeah, so actually today's topic, guys, we're going to talk about how much is too much self-education, right? And I think that the self-education, self-made um, topic has been a little one. I'll, I, I'm going to be a little polarizing here. <laughs> I'm going to say it has been a little overused in the entrepreneurial world. 100%. Uh Because everybody's like, yeah, I'm a self-made millionaire, you know. Uh, uh, so, What do you think about self-made, though? I do not agree because you have to, you learn everything through someone, right? Even if, if it was your own initiative to go and learn it, yeah, you probably are learning it from someone, right? You grab the book that somebody else wrote, yeah. right? And then you learn from that one person. Um, self-made, I would say it's like you don't read anything, And you discover everything all on your own without any external help. That's what I would consider self-made, which in literally the age of information that we live in, I doubt anybody is like self-made. There, there's always some degree of like help at some point. At some right? point, yeah. At some point. I mean, I think you can be super self-motivated. Yes. But the help is going to come from someone else. So why did we pick this topic, right? Today, as we are recording this podcast, yes. we are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, right? Where yeah. everybody is in quarantine and they are pretty much stuck at their houses or like we are, we are pretty much stuck at the office. 
we, we, go, we live here. If we turn the camera around, we, you actually can see, yeah, you, you can uh, see the bed. Fonzie's bed. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's all good. Yeah. So that being said, right, like I feel that there's a lot of people now looking for opportunities in the entrepreneurial market, in the digital marketplace. Mm -hmm. And also the people that have been in the digital marketplace, they are now trying to profit, which we I think talk, we talked a little bit about that in, in the last yeah, episode. They're capitalizing on the opportunity. They're capitalizing, right? exactly. Yeah. They're capitalizing on the opportunity by serving others. Yes, there, there might be people that might have some bad intentions, some people that have the right intentions. Just make but, sure that, that you do your homework to yeah. see the people that you're following. Make, like, make sure you watch the last episode <laughs> yes. and leave us a comment about it. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a great a great discussion that we actually had out there. Um, super polarizing. We actually uh, went after the episode went live and we actually had conversations with people like in, in real world. And like we, there's some people that don't agree with us. One of those, our mom. Yeah, no, 100%. So you're <laughs> so always going to okay. find you're always yes. going to find people that agree and disagree. And when you find people like that is when you know that what you what you're talking about is actually meaningful, right? Uh, so getting back on topic, right? We got all these people coming into the marketplace and yeah. there's so much information, guys. So much so, so many people selling um, this information packages on how to do this, how to make money online or how to start your digital marketing agency, you name it, how e-commerce, whatever. And to be honest, we were in that spot, right? Selling or learning? Both. Both, <laughs> right? And yes. we, but I feel like we were stuck in a very long time in the yeah. learning phase, which again is great, is awesome, but at the end of the day, you need to do something about it. And I want to quote, I think it's Tony Robbins, the one that said this. Everybody says knowledge is power, right? He says knowledge is not power. He says knowledge is potential power, but execution is power. Let's put one together for Tony mega, Robbins. Mega gone moment. I love so, it. So guys, like that's what we want to talk about today, right? We want to talk about, yes, you got to learn but it's even more important to take action, right? So, Luzaniel, we have a story, right? Uh, when we started, kind of <laughs> like, we were all over the place. We didn't all know what we wanted to do. We were getting, buying books, getting into courses, pretty much getting into any lead magnet that we would come across. Yeah, I'm actually, I, I, I want to actually take this story back not even like ahead. not even when we started internet marketing right like or or the online world this was like when we started to even want a business right so one day we live we, we used to live in this house it was seven bedrooms massive massive house we call it the frat house <laughs> and uh it was five of us uh living in the house plus two dogs plus a cat so it was it was intense. You it know? was a disaster. It was a disaster. Yeah, I, I I was able to keep my room pretty clean, but oh well. But yeah, it was it, it was fun times. You know, college times. So at the time, we started to obviously start um, implementing some ideas, trying to find out what we want to do, um, and so on. So that's when our entrepreneurial like world really started. And then one night, we have a, an amazing roommate. Uh, that will remain nameless right now because I don't think we have permission to share this story from him, but we love him. Anyway, so he walks in and he's like, hey guys, I have this wonderful idea, right? Uh, let's sell stickers. And as soon as he walked into the door we're, and, and, and said this, we're like, wait, what? Like, he was never the guy that really showed any entrepreneurial spirit 
per se, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, very, very smart dude. But uh, we never saw that side of him. And we're like... Yeah. Because we didn't know what to do, we're like, heck yeah, let's do this, right? Like, <laughs> it will be, it will be a great, uh, at least, learning experience, and it was. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> I'm gonna say we still are. We're getting better at it, but we were very yes man. <laughs> yes, we were yes. like, yes, let's do we, it. We did not understand the power of no. <laughs> yeah, of the right no. So, so, anyway, so we got super excited, and we're like, let's do this. Okay, how are we gonna do this, right? So. This is a guy that researched a ton, that is very smart, um, and he he had already some options. So he's like, hey, we're going to sell. I, I did my research, and we're actually going to go sell uh, vinyl stickers, right? Mm -hmm. And we're like, perfect. We know nothing about vinyl stickers. <laughs> Let, let's do this. Um, so he, he kind of gave us like a quick class, a quick version of it. I, I, I'm going to make a little parenthesis here. I think what I found the most appealing of it was that stickers actually have huge margins. Like you can literally make, massive. Yeah, you can make a sticker for like five cents, and you can sell it for five dollars, which is or, huge. Or even ten dollars. Or we even ten dollars. Yeah, it, it's massive, right? So we're like, okay, perfect. So um, until then, everything good with what we learned after. You know, niche down, just vinyl stickers, just like super high quality vinyl stickers. So he had like the type of vinyl ready to go. Uh, he actually purchased a machine that cuts the stickers for you. Um, you plug it into a computer. You have like this software that was like open source so he could like modify it and that, that was his thing right yep. uh, and then our job was to go out and actually sell these stickers like to who we had no idea but well, we started like developing you know these relationships and going to stores and so and so Not only that we had no idea how to sell we anything had zero that idea that yeah that was the time that we started to actually work on sales per se but we we're like okay what do we do we're, let's do a spotify store right and and right now i think we'd like uh, spotify uh, shopify <laughs> yeah wow i'm like is that new <laughs> whoa whoa yeah for those listening on spotify don't, yeah that's not a thing okay that's not a thing we, we were be beta testers <laughs> beta for testers. spotify it did e not work it clearly did not work anyway <laughs> so a shopify store so we started like learning everything about shopify and uh, we dove into this adventure right so we started selling some stickers. We go to local stores. Uh, it, it was a it was a fun adventure, very fun learning experience at the time. And then, right, we decide to go to this event in Orlando. Wait, wait, I wanna I'm gonna interrupt you here real quick. During all this, while we we're doing the stickers, we had no idea on how to how to Zero. design the stickers. Zero. Uh, obviously, we didn't know how to make the stickers, what materials we needed. So. Being the three of us, we were like, okay, you learn this, you take care of this, you take care of that. And for example, for me, I remember I was the one in charge of learning kind of like the design part of the stickers. Yeah. And I've never used anything Adobe, right? For those that know, Adobe helps you design photography, whatever. Uh, that was a terrible explanation. Wow. <laughs> just, just Google it, guys. But... <laughs> I remember that I was like, Udemy course, how to do this, how to do that. And I started just like literally information overload, the overload. And it was so much. I, w I didn't know honestly where to start. And then I would just be jumping from side to side. And at the end of the day, I, th I think I didn't get anything done because I was always on learning mode. Yeah. So, <laughs> so while Fonzie was in learning mode, I was trying to learn, you know, sales and same thing, right? Because at the time we, we weren't selling anything. Like we had no idea how to approach these people. So for me, it was more like just in time learning, right? It was like, okay, I need to learn this thing. Okay. Let's like read a little bit about it and then execute right away. 
But this event kind of came along. It's called the Surf Expo. It's massive, nas massive for like retail and brands and stuff like that in Orlando, where like different stores will go to this uh, event and sell their like their merchandise, right? So we actually got to the event and we had no idea that we actually had to have like a functioning store. <laughs> to yeah. do this so we had like a half site like on Shopify kind of built up and we're like okay we're in line for registration and this lady's like okay what's your store where are you guys located and we're like online do you guys have a website and we're like kinda yes so I remember it was like super sketchy it's like texting the other guys like hey we gotta we gotta build this up like right away like it has to be done in like two minutes and uh, we were able to do it and, and they like they finally said okay you guys are like a legit business <laughs> walking right and uh, we were definitely not a legit business at yeah. the time but anyway so Sorry, so we kind of started walking through the whole thing, and we got super excited, super motivated. There was music, you know, the whole event vibe. And then we see one thing, and that one thing was, was the it? demise of that business. What was it? It was the screen printing machine. It was a forehead screen printing machine. Hey, keep in mind, we're talking, we were doing stickers. So we went there to- For stickers. For stickers, to- to develop relationships, to sell stickers, or figure out and learn. But we saw a screen printing machine. So we saw an opportunity. Our friend fell in love with it. We really liked it. I'm going gonna, gonna to add here, we saw an opportunity for faster cash. Exactly. I, I think it was like, yeah, faster cash, like bigger volume. Yeah, upper, we were operating on a from a place of need. Yes. And we were like, oh, yeah, everybody needs t-shirts, you know, like. We can make t-shirts. We can make t-shirts. And if you guys have listened to some of the past episodes, uh, my first like passion with business was actually a t-shirt business like that I never was able to start. So that hit me like in the heart. Like that was like, okay, we got to do this, right? And then it took little to no convincing. But the one thing was like, okay, there's no money to buy this thing because it's like five grand. And, you know, we're, we don't have five grand. So what do we do? So we left it like that. And our awesome friend and business partner basically surprised us one day he's like guys guess what surprise surprise i just purchased the screen printing machine which was like a forehead and you could do like four colors four t-shirts at a time i'm, I'm having ptsd ptsd right now. and uh the whole thing started so now we have two products we are learning stickers and we're learning t-shirts because they were both awesome opportunities yeah. but so our focus got divided so Split up like so eight times. <laughs> so, anyways, we we end with the with the t-shirts. We actually end up being semi-successful. I mean, we had orders like I wouldn't say semi-successful because <laughs> we never actually got to pay ourselves. So, we sold more more t-shirts than stickers. Yes, we sold. Yes, we sold more t-shirts than stickers. But when you put it in perspective, on first, I think did we manage to make enough money to run like a business? No, no. And then was the stress that it provided uh, worth that, the the work and the and the t-shirts that we sold? That's where I'm actually going. Oh yeah, that's I, where I'm actually going. I want to so, hear all about it. <laughs> so at the time, you know, our friend had uh, he was in school. He was in school. I just graduated. Had my full time job, and then Fonsi was about to graduate, or he was like around that area too, with with kind of like a part time full time job. Yeah, I was about about uh, to graduate. So you know. During the day, we would do that, and then we would use those relationships to start selling these t-shirts. And, uh, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to get, like, a big client where 
big for us meant like 300 t-shirts <laughs> so we did a couple of events and if you are live right now you probably saw my brother's face when i just said 300 t-shirts <laughs> and uh, if you are listening to the podcast please go watch the video because <laughs> it is beautiful so i remember like coming in at night and we one of the things that we decided to do was it's water-based and we were operating keep in mind it's in florida with a lot of humidity and a lot of heat, like 90 degrees at night. And this water-based ink will dry like crazy. And first we had no Evan, so like we will put all these 300 shirts all around the house to dry. And, you know, it, it was a, a little intense. So for but, those have never seen, uh, <laughs> for those that have never seen how t-shirts, printed t-shirts are made, it's kind of like a, like a little mesh, exactly. super, super thin, like the little holes are super tiny. And you have, with a squeegee, you have to push the ink through the through mesh, mesh and then it goes into the shirt right yeah. so when you push it obviously some ink stays in the mesh and because of the weather you have to have a certain type of weather temperature in, in the room yeah, yeah. Uh, because of us living in florida that thing would dry up super quick so next time you would go to um kind of like push the ink through the mesh it won't work and it's all messed up. And then the t-shirt will get ruined. And, yep. and the mesh will get and the ruined. And the mesh will get ruined. And then you had to start the whole process again that took like three, four hours to like reset the whole machine. And anyway, so will you just imagine starting this process at 8 p.m. at night, wrapping up at 4 a.m. to sleep three hours to go back to work. So this was clearly not sustainable. And that's when we learned a really important lesson about the process. If you love, If you don't love the process, it might not be the option for you. But at the same time, we were learning so many things that we were never able to focus on one and be very successful at it because we were scared to kind of miss out on yeah. the, on other opportunities, right? Exactly. And then, so bringing this back to how much is too much, right? Yeah. Um, we were first operating from a place of need for the need of cash, right? Quick. We wanted to make something quick. And at first, we saw the opportunity with stickers. Yeah. Then we split our focus. Let's do T-shirts and Obviously, there's so much you need to learn with it. Not only learn on the business side, you know, on the selling side, but also the design and all that stuff. How to create um, the thing. It's the product. Yeah. Correct. So we were just like, okay, how can we make this as quick as possible? Yeah. Right. Instead of focusing on one strategy, just one thing and playing the long term game. I think that would have been more beneficial. There's so many other factors that will co that come with building a business to help it grow obviously yeah. efficiently but I, I i that's the lesson that i'm taking out from yeah. for this topic today on how much is too much i i think too uh at some degree there was uh some fomo some fear of missing out of on the next opportunity right like that was the thing that we could do with our own hands right and we didn't really understand the power of teams or like how can we find somebody that actually loves this process? We love I, we love the process of selling, of having these conversations, of delivering something of value to our audience, to our clients. I mean, we saw their faces when they saw the product. It ended up being really, really nice. But the process itself, we struggled with. And we kept learning all these things because we had at least me, I had like that personal fear, like, oh my gosh, like I don't know any, like all the little secrets of this thing. So how can I produce, right? So... And Bring, I, I think, sorry, uh, 
Yeah, sorry, continue, continue. So bringing it back to today, right? Like where like everybody, most people are in their houses. Most people are like are discovering this online world. We've, we've been on the online world for about five years now working in different projects and now really, really focusing on content. Uh, about three weeks ago, all these opportunities started to pop up again, right? And we're part of these coaching groups and that, that, have, that have been wonderful, wonderful, wonderful for our business. But we follow certain people uh, kind of like learning from them as well. And they're launching... I, I, I think we see some of those as where we would like to be eventually exactly. in, our, in our journey. So, and now, right? And this happened not so long ago. They threw a couple of offers our way to invest in some of their products. And uh, we are currently in execution mode, but we went back to that place of, should we do this? Like, should we go in and dive in and learn a little bit more, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's behind the curtain. Like, I want to go see, I want to explore, I want to see what's behind it. And I want to add something here. You should always be learning. That's actually one of our, you know, company rules. I don't know how, how company, how we call those? I forgot. Well, it's one of the company's code of conduct is grow or die pretty much, right? Yeah. We, we we see constant growth, but at the same time, if we're in execution mode, okay, what, what are we currently learning to, just to add to that execution, nothing yes. too crazy. So the FOMO now that we got when we saw these people coming out with this cool stuff because of the situation that we're living in, yeah. we were like, oh, like, should we get it? You know, like we know, we know when it's a good deal. So, We, still, we saw these people making those offers and we're like, oh, maybe we should go that. But that one would take us away from our execution mode, right? It, yeah. it wouldn't be a learning adding to yeah, it. Yeah, and keep in mind this has been people that we follow for a long time, good tracking record. Like we, we've been around it. We never actually purchased directly from them yet. So that's where I come like that place of like missing out of what they're offering. But uh, but like Fonzie say, right? Oh, it's going to take us away from that place of focus like that we decided like we agree that that's what we need to do right now which is you know executing on the plans that we have now right so with that i want to transition a little bit to last thing right understand everything costs time and money yeah right so we sat down and we actually had a discussion on is this really worth it right because the money it was not too much of a problem On my end, I thought it was more of a time issue on going through that content and then executing on something different that we're not doing now. Yeah, I mean, it, it is gonna, and sometimes it's gonna cost you both. Sometimes it's gonna cost you time and money, right? Because exactly what you just explained. We, what if we would have invested our money into these offers, right, that just came out, that they would have taken us away from our execution time? So then we would be, spending time to learn it time to implement those things and those things might not align with the things that we're doing right now and then we need to catch up with what we were doing before costing us even more time that sounded a little confusing but <laughs> so, yes it, it can cost you so, both so i'm gonna throw like uh, money i'm gonna throw like it's it's like right let's say let's say you love sports let's say you have been for the last you know four five months you've been like investing your time in playing soccer. You know, we both play soccer growing up. So the last, you know, bunch of years we've been playing and uh, 
But let's say the last five months have been, you know, I'm practicing soccer twice a twice a twice a day, double training because obviously we're you know stuck in our yard. This is not happening, by the way. But <laughs> but just imagine, right? So practicing soccer and soccer. So all my time, obviously, I'm gonna get better, right? Because I'm just focusing on one sport. The second you divide that attention, and then you're like, hey, you know, let me let me actually try some baseball. Then you start dividing that time, and then you're you're. Your time on how you're going to get better is going to exponentially like drop big time. And then you might get confused in some situations if you are not fully expert in one of those things, right? So once you fully dominated one of the sports and you want to experiment with something else, that's fine. But in the, in the, in the middle, that's what happens. And guess what? That's exactly what happened to me when I was like eight years old because <laughs> I was actually trained to, to play some soccer. And my best friend, Frankie... He was exceptional at baseball, and he was a, a wonder kid at eight, eight years old. So my dad took me to practice with him for the first time, and I kept hitting the t-ball. And I had no idea how to catch a ball. I had no idea how to do this, but soccer, because I've been playing it for a while, that was great. So my dad, thank God, interrupted the practice, and he's like, dude... That's it. You're not playing more baseball. Let's just focus on one sport for now. <laughs> That's it. Is you gotta focus on one thing, right? And I'm gonna bring this back to the self-education, right? And our story. And once we started investing in courses, yeah. and we started diving in on like, oh, how do you do this? How do you do that? What is this new strategy coming out that is gonna help us grow our business quicker, right? Boom. What is this new tactic? I think not strategy, tactics. We were so focused on learning the tactics we were operating from place of need, quick cash. And it wasn't actually until we invested in actual people, right? Like the relationships um, and these events where we went and started talking to people that we realized that something that these people had in common is that they had that one thing, one thing they did extremely well and they put all their focus in and that's the one thing they sold And they stuck with that, right? So at that moment, we decided to join a coaching program from the great Steve Larson. I have his <laughs> shirt right here. Get rich, get back, baby. Oink, oink. And one of the things that they told us is like, hey, guys, you need to focus on one thing, right? You need to lead, lead with your core offer. And that's exactly what we did. We said, okay, this is going to be our core offer, mm -hmm. which uh, we had been working on for a long time now, the longest we've been working for uh, in something. Yeah. And it has produced results. And it's because we're constantly talking about that. We're constantly working about that. So we're making exponential progress on that one thing. Yeah. Once you execute once, right, you can see the results. Then you can get, you know, the feedback. Then you can better that thing. Yeah. And then you can execute again and so on. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's an ongoing I, process. Right? I actually have a, a fun fact story just came up to my mind. Yeah, sure. Um, it's about Frank Kern. I remember I was, I was listening to one of his podcast episodes that, a while ago. And he told the story how when someone hires him, he goes back to them and he says, okay, in the last year, what is the strategy that worked the best for you, right? What What was the thing? Yeah, what was that thing that you did that brought the most money to your business? The ka -ching. And people start looking, blah, blah, blah. They're like, no, not this one. Okay, ooh, this is the one strategy that I did that brought me so much money. And then he's like, okay, then while you, why did you stop doing it? And the person said, well, because I, I wanted to try something else. And he's like, 
okay, well, um, we're gonna do that one thing, that one, that one exact same strategy again. And guess what? It Con works again. Consistency. <laughs> if it worked before, it's probably gonna work again. And yeah. he just keeps doing it, right? So he jokingly said, it's like, yeah, people are telling me, people are, are paying me for me to tell them to do something that they already did, right? But sometimes we need that kick in the butt. Yeah. So, so we actually realize what we've done. Because sometimes we've done something that provided results. And I think the problem here is that we don't... It provides results, but are not maybe results that are sat satisfying, you know, for the expectations that you may have. Yeah, but, we, then, sorry, but then we don't know how to scale those results, right? So we need to pretty much accept the results that we got, be thankful that we got results, and yeah. then say, okay, how can I make more of these and scale from there on? Yeah. I, I think as in, like, if, you, if you're listening to this, right, and you have an entrepreneurial mind where, like, if you, you're running a business or you're creating a business or you've done businesses, I mean, if you're a successful business person, you probably already uh, are past this, right? But if you're, like, in that process of building your, your business, you're probably being presented with different opportunities and different options, and you probably try one thing that worked, And then you, like my brother said, you changed yeah, we to get a different shiny, thing. Shiny, uh, shiny object syndrome, right? It's one. like, okay, this worked, and then I go the other way. So um, it, it happened, we've seen it in a lot of uh, businesses, right? A lot of brick and mortars that we work yeah. with. Uh, they have these like amazing campaigns, and they do this um, this project or this like tactic or this strategy one time. They get results. But because their expectations, because of external factors not related to their own business, they see negative res They consider those negative results. They don't try it again. When in that moment, that's like, okay, I got results. Let me actually improve on this. And how can I do it? I'll give you an example, right? Uh, let's say we're in a brick and mortar fitness studio, right? And uh, we're running a campaign, a Facebook ads campaign, right? And then we hear in a different region that the cost per lead, which is that person that's interested and gives you that information, is about $15, right? So then that, that this fitness studio in a different region runs a campaign and they get the lead at 20 bucks. So that's five bucks extra. To their perception, because a similar business is getting that lead at $15 and not 20, then that campaign was considered a failure. And we've seen this in many, many, many businesses. Um, it's not a failure. You got leads. Yeah. A little bit more expensive. So now that business is presented with two options. Either let's do it again. How can we get that cost per lead down, right? Or let's try something else so we can try. It. And then they go into this circle of learning something different, hiring a different agency, going through a different process. Yeah, I, I think it comes to... That comparison game. Yeah. Because they are comparing their business to someone else's, which, again, external factors can be totally different for that other business. Yeah, big time. It, instead of looking, okay, we did this campaign. Let's look at, at our previous KPIs because the only person or business that you should compare yourself to is yourself. Yeah. You know? So look where you were yesterday. Look where you are today with that campaign. And then say, okay, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to launch again, do it again. See the results. Am I gonna? Am I getting better? Am I staying on the same spot? Right? Because again, going back to your to your example, they might have done a strategy before that they had 
leads are a little bit more expensive, right? Like $25, let's say. Yeah. But since they were comparing up uh, to the $15 of the other business, maybe they thought that was not successful. But if they compare it to themselves where they were before, it is successful, right? Because yeah. you're low. So I want to circle back a little bit to content. How can we apply this to content? So many times we see a lot of people that um, have not been publishing at all. So their first win is to publish actually consistency, right? Yep. So they start publishing once a week, twice a week, three times a week, once a day, and then they get no traction, right? There's no people seeing. It's like, well, no kidding. You have never published. There's no audience out there for you. You have to be consistent for a while and then see what are the results. And it's funny, the other day, like somebody's like, well, you know, I only had 20 views uh, during my entire video. And I'm like, well, that's like, imagine yourself, you're speaking in a room in front of 20 people. How does that feel? Uh, I would get sweaty armpits, <laughs> let me tell you. And he sweats <laughs> a ton. You don't want to see fancy sweaty armpits. <laughs> but, and then, okay. So then once you start doing the content consistently for a while, and you see those first results, let's say for a whole month or so, Okay, what can I do now, right, that I feel comfortable with my message, that I achieved consistency, which is the hardest thing to achieve in, in environments like this. How can now be exposed to more people? And then that's the next question. That's the next yeah. phase without neglecting the consistency of your publishing. I mean, and sometimes you don't even need a huge audience nope. to profit, guys. Because, nope. again, we go back always to the 45 lab example. <laughs> yes. Right? We started first video. Maybe we got like one view, two views. But it got a little better as we went. But it's not that by day 20, which is when we stopped because we got so much business, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like we had 100 people tuning in. We didn't even have 20 people tuning in to watch your videos live, right? So you don't really need that big of a following or an audience watching you when you create the content. It, people are going to find you, yeah. If you're speaking the right message to the right person, it's going to resonate with them, and they're going to want for you to solve their problem. Yeah, I love it. So we're going to move on into the action points of today's episode. But Woo! before we move on to the action points, guys, if you're watching in li uh, live, like, comment, and share the podcast because that's how you can support us so we can reach more people and help as many as we can. If you are listening in the podcast platform, just give us a five-star review. Yeah. And subscribe. And subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Thank you, That's guys. All right, right. Fonsi, what are the action points so we can wrap this up? Well, first, we need to know what is the one thing you have more success with, right? Why do we want to know this one thing? Easy, because we're going to stuck with it for a very <laughs> yeah. long time. So, again, you are learning, learning, learning. Cool. Grab one of those things that you learn. Apply it. The one that you feel more, more comfortable with and the one that has given you results, use that one. That's going to be your one Can, can I give thing. an example here? Yes. yes. <gasps> okay, perfect. So at the beginning of the year, uh, we actually got this awesome book and we got a strategy from that book and we implemented it with one of our clients. I think we, we, we created like a little hybrid. Yeah, it, it was a, a hybrid between what we learned and, and some of the things that we were applying at the time, uh, but it become like its own system, right? And we implemented with this client where in about three to four days, she got 1,200 emails. So that's a big number if you're listening, that's amazing. And the following week, she and got... The, 
on the following week, she sold $12,000 of a course that she never sold before. So we're like, wow, okay, I think we got a winner here, right? Yep. And then this is something that you could do like every two months, every three months, mm -hmm. right? And uh, because 1,200 leads, let's go back to the example of the this fitness industry at 20 bucks per lead. That's a ton of money. Right? That's a ton of money. You're and, spending ads. And it's right. not just the front. It's like the opportunity that you can have to develop the relationship with these 1,200 people. Yep. Now, we kind of relegated that strategy for a long time, right? We're like, okay, you know, that thing worked. Let's do the next thing, right? We went back to the whole of like, yeah, oh, go what is, yeah we went back to that FOMO. What is the next big <laughs> what thing? What is the right? next big thing? And we're like, well, we had this thing that worked. Why not do it again? So we tried it again with a little bit of a couple changes here and there. And that person was able to sell to sell uh, 220, 220 people groups, right, of two thousand dollars each. So she she sold forty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I think she got almost forty thousand, which still it's still a lot of money, right? From twelve thousand to forty thousand, right? Uh, for a small business, that's a ton of money. And she did it with the same strategy. The second time was a little bit. There were a few changes in there, but it was the main core strategy. And then we we're like, okay. I think we got something here. It only took us six months. <laughs> let's yeah. let's try it again with with another with another well, type a, of business. Actually, a different business. Yeah, different business, different type of business. So the first one, a little just people get a clear image here. Yeah, she sold twelve thousand dollars of a digital product. Digital that product. She, that yes. she had. Yes. Uh, she never sold any any of that product before nothing uh and then we went to a brick and mortar and we're like let's test the same strategy but same this time thing. with the brick and mortar right and uh they had like no cost per lead they had no idea what it was like they had no like sales process like it was a very new business they were doing really really well but they had like no consistent strategy to do this so we're like okay this is perfect let's test this out and uh so we executed the strategy we got a little less than two thousand leads in a period of five days, no Facebook ads, same strategy. And immediately after, they booked 300 sessions in the next 24 hours for people to come into their studio for an opportunity to test the services and an opportunity for selling. And they bought a thousand bucks before they even went into the studio. That you can reinvest into, into your Facebook ads into Facebook if ads, they choose traffic. to try it out. So, This is the third time that we executed that same strategy. No changes whatsoever compared to the first two. And we got these awesome results. So on our end, because we've seen those results, we're like, okay, that feels like normal to us, right? Okay, we have a benchmark. I think like that, those are good numbers. Yep. And then we went to this conference and we're sharing these numbers with with some of the friends or the people that do there that, that, that talk about digital marketing, all this stuff. And they could not believe it. They're like, wait, what? How many emails? Like how many leads are coming in? And we actually had a guy sitting from uh, from Tallahassee and he's like, you have like, can I jump on a call so you can like, explain this to me? And like, that was right before everybody had to go home. Uh, so I'm like, dying, I'm dying to see, you know, what these guys can do because he's like, dude, with these kind of numbers, I want to, I want to try this out. And, uh, and again, if you want to know it, obviously reach out to us. We're happy to share. We're happy to, to, to share that strategy with you. Yeah. Uh, so but, I, I think that led that was to our thing, right? I think that, was that led one to thing. point number two, which is pick the one strategy and stay consistent to it. Yes. Right. So we picked the one thing, which is the story that he just told. And now we are making it consistent. We are working on it. Every time we need a campaign or a client, boom, this is the strategy we're going to do. Exactly. And stay tuned because we're actually creating a product around that mm. 
and we're going to bring it to you guys so you guys can have those awesome yeah. results. So if you're listening on the podcast, send us. I want to know that strategy. Yeah. And if you're listening live today, thumbs up, comment below. Yeah, just send us a DM on Instagram and we would be extremely happy to chat with you. Now, again, the action points are what is the one thing you have more success with? Yes. Write it down. Pick one strategy to stay consistent with and test it. Again, yes. test, test, test. If we, if we don't test, we are not going to know if it works or not. As simple yeah. as that. Then after you test it, you check the results. Let me check the results that I have right now. Let me check the <laughs> results that I had a week from now. You know, a, a, a week ago. Yeah, and start and, adapting. And then adapt your strategy. Yep. You, you can... Obviously, the idea of adapting is to make it better. But if it's working, sometimes it doesn't need to be changed at all, right? Yeah. So, guys, I think that's it. Those were the action points for you. Love it. Yeah, make sure to do your homework. And if you have any questions, leave yeah. them in the comments below. Go to contentsprofit.com. You can leave it there, too. We're happy to respond. Yeah. Or if you're listening on the podcast, you can also send us a DM. Slide in those yeah. DMs. We are extremely happy to talk to you at any given moment thank you guys don't forget to subscribe follow us on social media at beast brosco share the content with the people share the podcast rate it share on facebook and go to contentsprofit.com leave us your yeah. number one question thank you guys thank you guys and we'll see you on the we next love one love you we'll see ya